The state of Idaho is pushing back against the teaching of critical race theory in its public schools. Governor Brad Little has followed the lead of governors in Utah and Arkansas by signing legislation enacting a ban on CRT teaching also at public universities in his state. The U.S. Department of Education under President Biden is proposing that public schools in the entire U.S. should be forced to teach critical race theory. At the heart of critical race theory is the idea that America was founded by white supremacists and the country's history of racism and inequality still has an impact on modern-day society right here in the USA. Well, joining us to share his thoughts and set us straight is Autry Pruitt. Mr. Pruitt is the CEO of the New Journey Political Action Committee. Autry, always good to talk to you. Thanks for being here. So what's the history of the CRT, the origins, and why is critical race theory being pushed now? Well, the the origins uh, go. If actually, if you really, really trace the origins, go way back into the '60s. Although a lot of the stuff is more modernized, this stuff goes way back in the '50s and '60s. Some of it with uh, the radical socialists at the time. But the notion is very, very simple. The notion is that everything has to be viewed through a pigment, through the uh, prism, excuse me, of pigmentation. Everything has to be viewed in that manner. And so it doesn't matter what subject you're in. It doesn't matter what point you're in in history, rather you're now or rather you're back in 1750 uh, or 1664, right? It doesn't matter. You've got to view it through the lens of someone's pigmentation. And then that informs how things progress in the future. So you have a situation now, in, in, particularly in the U.S., where schools want to say you cannot succeed or there are things you can't do or you will always be held back because originally the country was founded for, by, and to support only white males. Well, I, yeah, so I'm kind of offended say, by that because I'm a descendant of someone who came here on the Mayflower. And, it, and I must say, I know they came for religious freedom uh, because they yeah. were being persecuted in England. So uh, why do you believe the CRT is now a threat to the future of the nation? The CRT is a threat to the future of not only the nation, but us as individuals. Because what it does is it tries to put people in categories and groups that have nothing to do with the actual uh, demonstration, demonstrable demonstration of your merit, of what you do, of what you go out and how you access the community. It has nothing to do with your work ethic. It has nothing to do if you show up on time. And what it's going to do is cause an ethnic war in this country. That's what's going to happen. And, and, it's, it and to some extent, it's already happening. Well, and it may lead to more segregation, in my understanding. Uh, <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, fought for integration, not segregation. Here we are right back again where we were prior to the civil rights struggle. So a number of states have either passed legislation or are considering it. Mm -hmm. So what's the likelihood the federal government will drop its push if more states start banning it? I think the federal government's going to keep its push going because the Supreme Court had ruled long ago that if you take the federal tax dollars, then the federal government can put stipulations, can put controls and rules that come with those dollars. So I think the uh, left side of the aisle, the Democrats are going to keep pushing forward within the federal government to keep CRT on the agenda, or you're going to be forced to turn down those federal monies. 
Autry, then, I guess it just means uh, people are going to have to go to their school boards and get more involved. Is that correct? Yes, it, it means two things. One, they're going to have to get more involved in their school boards, in the curriculum development. And two, what the legislature should be doing is passing laws that basically say they set up parent reading committees. And we can pay uh, the parents for this, for their time, by the way. Parent reading committees. Right. It can rotate between a volunteer list of parents who uh, or a list of parents, I'm sorry, who want to volunteer to read. And we can, again, reimburse them for their time. So it's semi volunteer. But these parents have to be current, currently in the school district. Their students have to be current students in the school district and they should read textbooks before they're used in the classroom. That's the way to solve this problem. And they give it their stamp of approval. Then at that point the teacher or the school district can use it. That would curb a lot of this stuff right from the beginning. Well, that sounds like a sensible solution. Autry Pruitt, CEO of New Journey Pack. Thank you, Autry, for setting us straight. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me on board.